0: Hello guys and welcome to Option Copa Libertadores! We are going to analyze the 8 games we have in the last 16 round, the second leg, with Leo Bachanian, our expert in South American football. So let's take a look at the odds and of course leave a comment below and press the like button if you enjoy our videos, subscribe and click on the bell to get notifications and now let's go on with the show. After the interesting Copa America with the victory of Argentina, congratulations, Leo. The football is back in South America and we have the second leg of the last 16 round of Copa Libertadores. So, let's analyze everything. How are you, Leo?
1: How are you, Edu? Yes, thanks for the congratulations. And yes, another exacting tournament in, uh, in South America now with Copa Libertadores.
0: Let's start then analyzing the eight games with a very interesting one. Atletico Mineiro, Boca Juniors in Belo Horizonte. Remember, in the first leg last week 0-0 in La Bombonera. That's why we checked the odds. Atletico Mineiro is really favorite for this game. Therefore, also to qualify for the quarter-final, odds are 2.05 for the Brazilian team and they are in a very good run, actually. They are second in Serie A, the big Corinthians in the weekend. In the last six games, five victories, one draw. Whereas Boca, Leo, they are not in the first uh, moment. The Argentina league just started last weekend. They drew against uh, Union, but also in the last nine games, only one victory actually it was in Copa Libertadores against the strongest. So not the best moment for Boca to visit uh, Atlético Mineiro.
1: Absolutely, Edwin. Yes, the market is quite clear with the uh, having Mineiro as the favourite for, for this clash, and rightly so, to be honest. Uh, Mineiro was also the best team in the in the group stage, winning five and um, drawing one of their six games. It's true that in the first leg uh, at La Bombonera they were a bit wobbly uh, at the back, and Boca, without playing a great match, caused them uh, some problems, especially with the runs of Christian Pavon on the, on the right. Uh, and also, Boca Juniors has, let's, let's remember, they have a goal disallowed by the VAR, which uh, was a controversial decision at, at the very least. Uh, but despite these yellow warnings, you will say, uh, Atletico Mineiro has the, the power up front to make the, the quarterfinals uh, a reality. Uh, when they won the Copa Libertadores, if you remember in 2013, they had Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho Gaúcho, as their superstar. This time around, They have uh, Hulk as their marquee signing, of course, yes. I'm not comparing Ronaldinho with Hulk. Ronaldinho is a very different league than Hulk, but the ex-Porto and Senate striker could lead this team to to glory. Actually, Hulk, on the weekend, you mentioned uh, Atletico Mineiro winning 2-1 against Corinthians. Well, uh, both goals were scored by by Hulk. The second one, a beauty uh, from a free kick. He was also very active in, in, in Buenos Aires, Hulk. And there are some encouraging encouraging signs for Cuca's for team that Hulk understands it with uh, Nacho Fernandez, the ex uh, River Plate playmaker, could bring some positive dividends for, for Atletico Mineiro. And Cuca himself, the coach, the manager, uh, knows a thing about preparing a decisive match against Boca because let's remember last season in Copa Libertadores, he was managing Santos, Cuca. Uh, and uh, he also got a 0-0 in La Bombonera. And then, in the second leg in Sao Paulo, they he trashed Boca 3-0 with, with Santos. For sure, he would like to do something quite similar now, this time around with the, with the Atlético Mineiro. And for Boca, the situation is a little bit ambiguous, Edu. On one side, we are talking about a team that won this Copa Libertadores six times, that places the Libertadores as a priority every start of the season. Now with Juan Roman Riquelme, a glory of the club, as vice president and as uh, director of football. But right now Boca is in a kind of uh, work in progress, uh, I would say. Many players have left, that includes Carlos Tevez, and the ones that just uh, arrived have not caught, to be honest, the, the fans' eye so far. And uh, yes, on the weekend, the first game in the Argentina league was 1-1 against Unión de Santa Fe, but Miguel Russo used an alternative uh, lineup. I will look, Edu, to an Asian handicap of minus 0.75 for Mineiro, with the market at 2.35. And uh, Boca knows also the importance of of scoring after the 0-0 in uh, in Buenos Aires. So goals over 2.5 is also attractive with the market at 2.5.
0: Alright, so for you, clear victory, at least for two goals for Atletico Mineiro, beating Boca Juniors. This is quite unclear. The following one, we stay in Brazil, probably is the most clear one in this round of last season, because I'm talking about Fluminense Cerro Porteño. Fluminense was able to win already 2-0 in the first leg away. Nenea scoring. These two goals, so oh, their way to the quarterfinals is almost done. They are not that good actually in uh, Serie A in the Brazilian Championship. Leo, they even lost in the weekend to Gremio, whereas Cerro Porteño, fifth in the Paraguayan League, they were able to win already twice in this uh, Libertadores as a visitant against America Cali and Deportivo La Guaira, but probably this is mission impossible for them. And they will say goodbye to the Libertadores in Brazil.
1: Yes, uh, and the Cariocas have, a, as you said, a, a major lead after their victory in Asuncion. As I mentioned before with the Boca-Atletic combination and the controversial decision of the B.A.R. in that game, well, on the first leg on this um, Fluminense-Serra Porteño, or porteno as it was back in, in Paraguay, the BAR, the B.A.R. team were a disgrace, absolute disgrace, Edu, because they, they disallowed a the, the goal to, to Mauro Boselli. Was onside by two meters, and uh, the Leisman yes, during the play said that was offside. When they went to the VAR, the people looking at the at the screen at the monitors, they could not see uh, Fluminense player at the bottom of the screen uh, making a uh, Boselli onside by two meters, and they and they hold that decision of the of the of the Leisman on that. At that stage of the match, the game was 0-0. That was 40 minutes of the first half when they disallowed uh, incredibly this goal to to Mauro Boselli. So, of course, that goal could have changed the outcome, maybe, uh, of the game. No wonder why Cerro even asked Komme for the game to be played again. A question that came came back with a big no as an answer, of course. And then the second half, Nene opened the the score after four, uh, four minutes. And from then on the Brazilian dominated until the, the final uh, whistle usually happens as well eduard would say that the team that got a big or good advantage like fluminense in the first leg they tend to relax a bit in the in the second so to look at a uh, at a draw yes it's high odds it's true uh, the market for a draw is at 3.5 but uh, it's a market that some uh, Some will look because of this, because of having a team with a big advantage and having the chance maybe of of relaxing uh, uh, a little bit. Uh, Half-time, full-time market is also another thing which I will be looking with Fluminense winning the the first half and winning also the the second half with the market at 2.8 for the half-time and full-time. And And for someone looking for an Asian handicap, uh, an Asian handicap of minus one for Fluminense, stands at 2.4.
0: Okay, some options if you fancy the drawing case Fluminense relax against Terro Porteño, odds around 3.7 or If you want to higher your odds a little bit more, you have to look for the Asian Handicap because Fluminense is really favorite against the Paraguayan team. Actually, it's not bad that Asian Handicap minus one for the Brazilian team. Now we have another interesting one, uh, Racing Sao Paulo. These teams actually met also in the group stage and then uh, Racing topped that group with uh, 14 points. Sao Paulo with 11 And remember, in the first leg, we saw a draw here, 1-1. One, one. So, Racing, they have a, a slightly advantage for this game. They played uh, in the weekend. It was another draw against uh, Belef, Sarsfield, and Sao Paulo. They are struggling, actually, in the Brazilian Championship. If we check the odds, uh, Leo... Uh, we see that the draw is the most likely outcome with odds uh, 3.15. a slightly, but very slightly, favourite uh, Racing. I guess this is a difficult one
1: to call. Yes, absolutely. It's a very interesting one, this, uh, this second leg. The first one in São Paulo saw Racing dominating for big, for large chunks uh, of the match. Yes, of course, they suffer at the end, but that's always the case, isn't it? When you play in, in Brazil. And, and and Racing case is a strange one, Edu, because uh, Juan Antonio Pizzi, the, the manager who had a stint in, in Valencia after uh, winning the, the Argentine league with, the, with San Lorenzo, but he's mostly recognized uh, for winning the Copa America Centenario with Chile in 2016, he was many times about to get sacked with, with Racing. But somehow, uh, when the odds were against him, he pulled the best uh, from his team, he took them to the final of the Argentinian Cup a uh, few months uh, ago, where they were trashed by Pologne in, in the final. And uh, they also had, as you said, a good uh, group stage, uh, culminating with the, with the draw now in the in the B. PC is known for a conservative approach, Edu. So I believe that the away goal they got uh, will enforce absolutely the, this approach, knowing that the 0-0 will be enough for them to reach the, the quarterfinals. And although when Racing won in the penalties uh, against Flamengo, Las Copa Libertadores, their manager was different, was Chese. Everyone will remember uh, that Gabriel Arias, Racing Chilean goalkeeper, had an outstanding match. Well, they will definitely need him at that level again, I believe, in, uh, in Buenos Aires, if they want to reach the, the quarterfinals. But on the other side, this is not the best Sao Paulo we have ever seen. Uh, Hernán Crespo was about also, as in the case of Pizzi, was about to get fired two weeks ago, so the outcome of this match uh, will decide his future, no doubt about it. Crespo arrived with a huge reputation after taking Defensa e Justicia to to the Copa Sudamericana, but his team is doing very bad in Brazilian Serie A. They have only 11 points after 12 games in uh, in Serie A. They lost against Fortaleza, as you said in the weekend. Crespo cannot count also with Dani Alves, who is now in Tokyo with the with the Olympic team. And uh, yes, the market is undecided, having a win for Racing or Sao Paulo, both standing at 2.8, although with a slightly difference uh, in favour of uh, of Racing Club. Uh, Bookies are also not expecting many goals, me neither, to be honest, with a market of under 2.5 goals at 1.58. I spoke of Racing Conservatism and and Gabriel Arias uh, having the chance again of being the start of the game. So, a draw, as you said, as well, as a a draw as a final result, trades at 3.3.
0: In the three games between these two teams recently, in the group stage was a goalless draw in Avellaneda, 0-1 for Racing in Morumbi. And, as we mentioned, the first leg was 1-1, so not many goals between these two teams also. Let's tip then for Amber. Goals, uh, then we go on Wednesday, starting the games. Ecuador, we go to Ecuador, Barcelona against Vélez Sarsfield. Here the, the advantage is for the Argentinian team. They won one nil. Lucero scoring uh, that goal, so, of course, Barcelona-Guayaquil, they expect uh, a comeback. They did a very good uh, group stage, actually. They won all three games at home, only conceding one goal, so this is in their advantage. Uh, I don't know if you see Vélez-Sarsfield suffering here with this uh, short margin of advantage, this one nil that they are bringing from Argentina.
1: Yes, it's a small margin for Mauricio Pellegrino's uh, team. I placed Barcelona uh, though, as a favourite for, for this second tie uh, to reach the, the quarterfinals. The Barcelona is an experienced team that finished first in the group, that had Boca, that had Santos and that had um, the strongest. The team playing in the altitude of, of, of La Paz, so they, really, they did really well at the, at the group stage. Uh, as I said, for me, they are favourite for this game, Edu. They are quick in attack and uh, in their transitions. Are having Damian Diaz, the their most uh, talented player, uh, although they could also be a little bit shaky uh, at the back, as we've seen in, in in Buenos Aires, where a solitary goal from Juan Martin Lucero was enough for for Bele to secure uh, uh, a narrow victory. Uh, and actually, Edu, the goal of Lucero came at the at the seventh minute. And uh, watching the game, you had the feeling that that no one would, would have complained if the match, if the referee would have blown the final whistle after seven minutes, after Lucero's goal. Because after the goal, Vélez retreated a little bit, was comfortable with with the lead. And for the Ecuadorian team, for Barcelona, of, uh, of Guayaquil, to go back to, to Ecuador with a 1-0 defeat didn't seem too bad for, for them. For this leg, I expect anyway. Vélez uh, as well as, uh, to score also, even though, again, I repeat, I place Barcelona as favourites. Both teams to score at odds of 2.2 and goals over 2.5 has the market at 2.48. So those two seems attractive to me, Edu.
0: Mm-hmm. If someone is a bit more risky, and uh, you mentioned it before that you place favourite Barcelona, also the bookies 2.09, but only for this game. Because in the whole tie, if you think Barcelona will qualify, odds are very good. Actually, 3.3 if you are looking for a comeback from the Equatorians, Velez uh, to qualify is around 1.3. So, very good odds if someone is uh, backing Barcelona, Guayaquil to qualify. It would be easier for Palmeiras, I guess, Leo, Palmeiras, U Católica from Chile, because Palmeiras already won 0 1 in the first leg in Santiago with Rafael Vega scoring the goal and Palmeiras they are cruising in the Serie A, they are topping their Brazilian Championship. They won 0-3 in the weekend against Atletico Goyaense, seven consecutive victories for them, 15 points in the group stage, so everything is good for the Brazilian team, but not for us, Leo, because the odds are quite low for Palmeiras to win. 1.47, I don't know if you expect also here, a big result for Palmeiras, so we should go for Asian Handicap perhaps
1: yes yes absolutely uh, actually i do have an Asian handicap of minus uh, 1.5 for palmeiras which has the market at uh, 2.37 uh, 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 they are the holding champions edu uh, as you said with the goal of uh, rafael vega was enough to secure victory in the in the first leg uh, they have the advantage of not having this uh, member the team that won the, the final against Santos Edu, and they still have uh, gustavo gomez Leading the the defense, they still have Matias Vinia as a powerful weapon as a left back. They still have Felipe Melo being ready when called. Felipe Melo was uh, on the starting lineup uh, during the weekend on the 3-0 win uh, away from uh, away from home without a fuss, as you said, top of the league in the in the Serie A for for The positive for the Ucatólica is that they took a good point in their derby against Colo Colo uh, on the weekend, and they are second in the Chilean league only a point uh, behind union uh, la calera uh, but as i said yes palmey huge uh, favorite i mentioned the asian handicap of minus 1.5 and i also will be looking at goals over 2.5 with the market at 2.14
0: all right then let's go to argentina again we have argentina tie here argentinos junior River Plate 1-1 in Monumental in the first leg and I'm surprised Leo to see the odds for this game. River Plate is really favorite. You will explain me why odds 2.15, Argentinos Junior odds 4.6. So the bookies expect uh, River still to qualify despite their defeat in the first game in their debut in the Argentinian League in the past weekend. 1-2 Argentinos, they drew. With
1: Independiente you also expect your, uh, River to win uh, away and qualify? I expect them to win and to and to qualify. They have the the no It's true what happened yesterday in the Monumental in the first match of the Argentinian uh, league for for River. I mean they cannot afford to defend the way they done it yesterday against uh, against Colon. Uh, their positioning uh, in uh, in transition from attack to to defense. Was absolutely alarming. It's true that uh, some of the players who started yesterday against Cologne won't start in uh, in the Diego Armando Maradona Stadium in La Paternal against uh, Argentinos. Uh, but yes, I still praised River as favor let Let's not forget they have Franco Armani, uh, Gonzalo Montiel, Julian Alvarez, all players who just won the the, the Copa America with uh, with Argentina. But on the other side, you have a, a coach in Gabriel Milito who looks like he's becoming an specialist in neutralizing Marcelo Gallardo why because uh, it was the fifth match between uh, Gallardo and uh, Milito and uh, Milito got the best out of Gallardo three times they drew one and only one defeat for Milito in those five encounters against uh, against Marcelo Gallardo again he knows as well that uh, 0-0 in la paternal will uh, qualify them to the to the quarterfinals, but there is always a bad. River fans, of course, are not uh, downbeat after the the first leg because this is this was the fourth time in a row, Edu, that Gazzardos team uh, have tied the first leg, to then anyway uh, go to the to the quarterfinals or the semi-finals, to winning uh, after winning the the second leg because you have that in the previous uh, three times in 2018. They drew 0-0 the first leg in Avellaneda against the uh, Racing Club. And in the second leg, they trashed them 3-0. In 2019, another 0-0, this time against Cruzeiro from, uh, from Brazil. In the return leg, uh, Marcelo Gallardo's men done the job. They won in penalties on that time in Brazil. And last season, saw them drawing again the first leg, in this case against Atlético Paranaense, and they won the second leg by one-goal marching, securing the advance to the to the next stage. So, not just for this, but also because, of course, River and under Gallardo uh, have won the, the Copa Libertadores, because under Gallardo they reach uh, usually at least the, the semi-finals. So even though a 0-0, uh, sorry, a 1-1, looked uh, very good for, for Argentinos, River, for me, is still the favourite for this uh, second leg. I will still look definitely at both teams to score, even though placing River as favourite to go through, because I said they are wobbly, they are shaking now at the back as they showed yesterday. Uh, So I will look definitely for both teams to score with odds at 2.2. And uh, I will also look at under over goals market with goals over 2.5, goals over 2.5 at 2.57.
0: Okay, also River to win odds 2.15, everything around 2 can be a good bet for us in this uh, Argentinian, fully Argentinian tie. Now let's go, Flamenco Defensa y Justicia, Flamenco won already the first leg 0-1. Michael scoring that goal, that's why they are hugely favourites also to win this second leg. Odds for the Brazilian team, 1.47, they won, they thrashed uh, in the weekend, 0-5 in the Brazilian light League, although they are already only six in the Serie whereas Defensa y e Justicia, they started the championship with a defeat. 2-1, they know already, Leo, what is winning in Brazil in this Copa Libertadores, yeah. they were able to beat Palmeiras in a very Exciting game, but only one victory in the last eight games. I guess we should expect here
1: another Brazilian victory. Yes, yes, absolutely. Flamengo is uh his massive favorite for for this match. Yesterday in the 5-0 trash against Bahia, you have a cap goal, Gabriel Barbosa scoring a hat trick for for Flamengo Edu. Yeah, it's true that the anyway, um, or nonetheless, Defensa Justicia knows uh how to win it in, in Brazil? They done it in Brasilia in the Manega rincha Stadium uh, against Palmeiras to lift the Recopa Sudamericana. They also took three uh, points as well against uh, against uh, São Paulo. Uh, but this Flamengo, it seems that to be gaining um, cruising altitude. You know, they have uh, great players like Mauricio Isla and Felipe Luis uh, at right back and at left. Uh, back, they have the experience of Diego in, in midfield, they have the talent of Georgian de Arrascaeta and Everton Ribeiro in attack, and they have, of course, I just said, the, the goals of, of Gabigol uh, as a striker, and uh, also, yes, it's true, they are six only in the in the Serie A, but that's what I'm saying. They started very slow in the Serie A, and now they are taking like a, a cruising attitude, it looks like, and on the contrary, defense. defensa, they're going to arrive without much of a competition because Warriors in Brazil, teams have already played 12 games. In the Argentina League this weekend was the first one, the first match. So, which they actually lost against uh, Huracan, Defensa Justicia, uh, after winning one seed on the in the first half. They ended up with nothing in the in the Argentina League. For this one, Edu, I will be looking at half-time, full-time uh, result, with uh, Flamengo winning at half-time and winning at full-time having the market at 2.2, and also I will be looking at an Asian handicap of minus one for Flamengo, with the market at 1.77.
0: Okay, placing the Brazilians as favourites, Leo. So let's uh, take a look at the last game, also in Brazil, International Club Olimpia, The Paraguayan team was able to stop the Brazilians. Uh, was a goalless draw in the first leg. But remember that they already played in the group stage. Uh, Leo and uh, was a six-one result in Brazil for Internacional. They are really favorite also to win this game. One point five six. So anything that is not a Brazilian victory it would be a massive surprise.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. They are massive favorite Internacional. Another team who has the know-how in, in Copa uh, Libertadores. Uh, everyone will remember them also winning the. The the clubs World Cup as well uh, back in 2010 if I if I'm if I'm not wrong so again a 0-0 in in Paraguay was uh, was a good result for them. Olympia is true even though they were thrashed as you said 6-1 uh, in the group stage. One week can imagine that uh, now their concentration, uh, their competitiveness will be there at least for the first half. You now you will expect them uh, to go to to go into the second half, having chances uh, on the game. Or at least that's what they think in in a, in, a, in Paraguay. If they score, that will be great for them, having the, the 0-0 back uh, home in the in the first leg. Actually, both teams to score has the market at 2.28. Uh, but again, I will be looking as well, uh, maybe for a first half draw, and, uh, thinking of Olympia having the concentration, trying to do the job in those 45 first minutes. So, a draw uh, in the first half and then International winning the, the second half, which has very high odds, actually, of 4.1, if I'm correct. First half draw and International winning the, the second half and the match.
0: OK, this is uh, two Uruguayans, actually, we have on the bench, both in International and for Club Olympia, who lost at the weekend. Then, Leo, a lot of excitement in South America in these midweek games with the Copa Libertadores. Thanks for your analysis and let's enjoy it.
1: Absolutely, Copa Libertadores is always massive and it's a pleasure to to enjoy.
0: We have some good bets, as you can see, for the second leg of Copa Libertadores last 16 round. Let me know also what you think in the comment section. And remember, Help us if you enjoy our videos. Click the like, subscribe and click on the bell to get notifications. Also, we have a podcast for you. See you very soon. Enjoy Copa Libertadores.